Good evening and welcome to uh, uh, SA Soccer Roundtable, the high school edition, although we're going to kind of change things up a little bit tonight because we're going to have uh, Coach Pano stop by, give uh, Rafa some pointers uh, before he makes his state uh, <laughs> selections uh, all the way. We're at the Sweet 16. we got a bracket set up here uh, for him to go through. Uh, we're going to start at 6A. 5A and then go down to 4A, opposite of what we did the earlier one here. So stay tuned on here. Uh, but we did want to touch base on what happened last night. We had a, a San Antonio FC versus uh, Defeaters uh, U.S. Open Cup, a 3-0 match. Unfortunately, I was feeling under the weather with the allergies. Uh, you know, if you looked at my picture that I posted yesterday, I looked like uh, some people said I was stoned out of my mind. <laughs> um, others, <laughs> others were like, "Oh my God, it's so painful!" But uh, you know, thankful, thankfully, to the Texas Med Clinic, I got my steroid shot and it kicked in uh, late last night, and so far back up uh, pretty good here today. But uh, Rafa, you were able to make it to the game. Uh, your initial thoughts on the game? Um, you know, San Antonio FC did win three, uh, yeah, three one. They got their goals in what five ten minute period, I believe. Yeah, is what it was here. But your thoughts, and uh, we got a brace by by a youngster. Yeah, well, going on to the game, you know, it was a mixture of some veterans and some uh, young academy players, and it, you know, like I said, it was going to take a while because some of those veterans haven't played with those academy kids. You know, it's just the chemistry is going to take take a while. But it was good to see the beard out there. Mm -hmm. Snaggy, the blue jersey, which kind of look, look too familiar for those RGV ones. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. Um, uh, but it was also great to see uh, the Tunisian Terminator, mm -hmm. uh, Canary. Uh, he, he he looked he looked looking form. He looked great in form. And then also, it's kind of weird. We played a three a three five two, which normally we don't play. But I think that was by design and. You know, we kind of pretty much put uh, veteran leadership in the middle, but and then also out on the wings. Um, you know, we did play to a zero-zero tie at the half, but we did dominate, and then finally we started. Kind of uh, dominate was a little strong. There were some times where, as far as possession, yeah, but there were some times there where def you know defeaters had uh, some prime opportunities in that first half. Yeah. But I say more dominant as far as just the position of the ball. And not so much with that. But, you know, we had a couple chances, I guess, because just not having that chemistry. And then finally, um, we broke through on one uh, off a post. And one of the academy kids blasted it in. Real beautiful shot. Placed it right and got us going. And then. Shockshaw, yeah. Yeah, Shockshaw. Henrik Shockshaw. So he got his debut against Phoenix. So. I said, well, let me let me get my debut scoring a goal here. So he not only scored one, but he scored two of them, <laughs> which is which is great for him. You know. And, and your thoughts on that goal? I I thought you could tell against Phoenix, he, you know, he was out of his element. It seemed mm -hmm. like this match, he was a little bit more in his element. And you know, I saw, um, you know, from I believe it was the SAFC. Um, communication team they did a report that that was something that him and his dad had practiced there the rebounds coming back out of the box and to put it in low and quick and yeah. I, th I thought from a technical aspect that was a perfect spot because how many times have we seen 
players elevate the ball and either just go over the bar uh, bar or you know get it to where uh, the you know goalkeeper is able to get it. So I thought he did a great job on on putting it yeah, in he the right won. position. Yeah, he one time the shot like normally you would. Some also will use a first touch, but by the time you use the first shot, it gets blocked, or you, or you lose the angle of the shot. So no, he he pinpointed that shot and it went in. I think it gave him a good confidence booster, especially from especially from the last game. You know, he did look lost in the Phoenix game, but this this game, I think he had a little more confidence. I think I think really having PC out there mm-hmm. really helped out. It was as far as guidance. And also Dylan too. Dylan really also kind of guided you know him too as far as and they you know they started touching the ball a little bit better, um, and then that's when he ended up getting that second one in, and then Maloney ends up getting the a uh, little steal and getting the third. I think Maloney could also have had a brace too. He <laughs> missed out on one yeah. on a breakaway, but overall, and then we gave one back to them. But you know it was a great. I think that one was kind of like a defensive mistake. Uh, we just kind of fell asleep, kind of like the, what happened in the uh, the Phoenix game. Kind of, kind of fault. Well, I think they, I think they relaxed. And, and I will yeah. say this about the starting lineup: I won't lie, I was a little shocked to see Dylan, and I was a little shocked to see PC because they didn't play over the weekend, and they played in the Open Cup. And then in hindsight, when I was actually looking at it, you know, looking at their formation here. With Cardoni, Camari, PC, and Dylan up top, that gives you a strong veteran spine. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, young kids outside of Gomez over here on the left side, because he's he's not you know like a youngster, but Holton Padilla, you know, on, on you know each side of Camari, uh, Ambilia, Jordan, you know uh, Hendrick, uh, Matsuaki, and Gomez, you know, in, in the midfield. So a lot of young youth there, and then up top you had Kai and, and Justin. You know, you know, through there. So I thought, you know, hindsight afterwards, it was probably pretty smart, uh, you know, for that little PC, you know, still uh, found some contact. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, won a really bad second yellow, um, you know, late in the match here. But I think he was, you know, he, PC was fine. But to me, you have to give Coach Marcina credit on how he put together the lineup with having that strong spine. Yeah. It, I mean, I was I was impressed by Jordan this way. Some of the play, he runs he made and touched the ball. Hopefully, we'll get to see him a little bit more. I think I think he can be. He's that like a little hidden jewel that if you need a change of pace, especially on the outside, you know, he, he's a, he's a player you can put out there. I was impressed with Shannon Gomez. He, he was really mm-hmm. crossing the ball, and I and I think we were onto something there. You know, we need to play the ball a little bit more to give chances to you know within the crosses, like to Dylan or or Collier, or when Patino comes back. You know, I think that's kind of going to be our game there, especially with our tall forwards. So hopefully they'll because he he did great. I mean, he you know he ran up and down the field, uh, had great runs, ran re- great without the ball, and uh, you know what more can you ask? And then also in the back, um, you know, Kamiri was just, like I said, lived up to the name of the Terminator. He was not let anybody going through. And I, I can sense some of the defeater got fours were a little intimidated by him. They didn't want to get too near when they, when they dribble the ball or trying to pressure him. So, uh, so I'm glad he's back. And then Cardoni, I mean, minus that one goal, but that was a call for rebound. 
Uh, he made a great save, especially that one one on that on the kind of like the uh, the bicycle sort of like a side bicycle mm -hmm. kick. He was able to save that one. So it's good to know that we have two quality keepers in our bench that we can plug in at any time. But if one goes down, we got the other one. So so overall, like I said, it was a good game, a good win, good confidence booster for for the academy kids, but also great for like PC and Dylan to get their feet. And also come in to get their kind of their feet wet back from injury or back from that layoff and get them ready for the big game against OC on Saturday. I'm trying to find it, but I think it was um, four, what, 16. Um, da, 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 da. I'm trying to see, find the tweet here, da, 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 da. but it's sent out. Um, well, I'm trying to find it here. Um, just in other Copa Teos teams, El pa oh here it is, four oh five. So SAFC, you know, Academy oh five years. So I would put them what seventeen ish, mm -hmm. and two of the um, uh, and two of the oh six um, made made the made made the roster, and four out of so Roman Holt, Matthew uh, Matsaki. Uh, Henrik uh, Shaksha and and Kai Laveri, uh, they are the O5s. Giovanni uh, Padilla, um, he played in he played in the back here next to Kamiri, mm -hmm. and then Eduardo Fernandez is the only one that did not uh, uh, make an appearance in the game. But to me, you know, I didn't hear really anything you know on the TV side here about Padilla, uh, Padilla or Holt. Um, you know, or, you know, Kamiri. So that tells me that, you know, they held their positions well. They did, they did a lot of things right. Um, you know, Kai was a little bit silent, you know, as far as being up, up top. Mm -hmm. And Matthew, uh, you know, got subbed out at half and, and, you know, you know, for uh, Mahoney. And when uh, Maloney, Maloney came in, uh, you know, the game changed, you know, just kind yeah. of brought in that veteran, you know, midfield presence. Cause, uh, with with uh, Matthew in there it was a little bit talent was probably fairly even I would I would estimate that first half you know because I do think the feeders are a older team but they you know they've played together for a while um, yeah. and, and you could and you could show that you know you know now are they the highest talent uh, probably not but you know, like I said I think for first match with you know with a game that had what one two three, five Academy kids in it. So almost half of your lineup uh, as Academy kids, I, I thought I thought it was a pretty even match. And then when Maloney came in, obviously him, Gomez and Dylan, you know, and, you know, they were able to kind of uh, take it to the next stop here for yeah. that year. So that, that'll complete, you know, the open cup uh, Friday, I think it's high noon, um, 11 o'clock and maybe high noon. Uh, uh, um Eastern time, so maybe around eleven o'clock, we'll find out which pod and who we will be facing next. Um, I would almost bet the house that that we're going to be playing um, um, Austin FC. Just I, I think that's it. Although RGV's uh, RGV just equalized actually right the second here. Uh, Frank Lopez uh, just just tied it up. So um, if RGV's in it, then I think it makes it a little bit more interesting. Uh, as far as a, a pot selection here, you know, whether we get just uh, Austin FC or not, but or Daddy Dynamo, 
Yeah, it'll. So I, I know there's some discussions on whether you know the open cup is going to go into a pot of four or a pot of six. Um, if it's a pot of four and RGV wins, I can almost guarantee it's going to be Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and RGV because that's four regional. You know, however that draws up. If it's a pot of six, it makes it a little bit more interesting because you figure two MLS teams, possibly three. But the question is, is who else are you putting in? Because, uh, you know, the other... Uh, Oklahoma, you know, right? City? No. Well, Oklahoma City's not playing. Tulsa won, but I think Tulsa's going to go up more I mean, you know, with, with yeah. Union Omaha and through their El Paso loss to uh, Fuego um, in an embarrassing fashion. In, in embarrassing yeah, fashion. You know, they ended up being on the meme, so... <laughs> Uh, so it, it'll be interesting. I could see, uh, you know, I, th I I actually think you're you're going to more likely see. Um, Memphis, um, if they advance kind of that way, then then uh, then uh, um, then through there. That's that's why I think to me it makes perfect sense to do the four, but. They don't always listen to to mine. Um, last week, uh, did you catch any games uh, last you know over the weekend here? As far as for the previous rounds, well, we did get to see a, a big one at Piper High School, the at Warrior Stadium. Uh, Coach Cano and I did the commentary for uh, the Reagan Boys versus the uh, Sunset Valley Boys, and uh, that was a rematch from a game from the first games of the season, and. Reagan had won that one convincingly 5-0, but we, we knew this one was going to be different, and it was different. It was a very competitive game. Uh, we had at least – it looked like we had at least 2,000 fans there, you know, you know, throughout mm -hmm. the whole, whole section, that front section. Um, so very lively crowd. They fed off, like I said, each, you know, just you know, momentum from the, from the cheers, but – Reagan, you know, really kind of flexed his muscle, got, you know, two goals in, and then since I came back, but Reagan put them away in the second half uh, on a beautiful goal from a little shot from the outside of the corner from the box, and keeper just had no chance. And I think there that really they couldn't recover from that, just, just couldn't generate any, any offense, you know, and Reagan really kind of was on lockdown. Even though, like I mentioned, it was a more competitive game. There was a time that, you know, when they when Simpson Valley did get their goal, they had some momentum, but they just couldn't get that equalizer. So, mm -hmm. but kudos to like the Reagan boys. I mean, they've little little adversity. They're able to get the win, and now they get to represent their district, you know, into the into the regional tournament and their backyard. They're at Comalander Stadium this Friday. What is it? So it's not going to be at Blossom. At, at, at normally it is at Blossom at the Grassfield of Blossom West, but I think you know the officials probably decided to move the game to Comalander due to the fact that there's more seating mm. than than the, than than the Westfield. So what they're uh, so I, I I can see why they're doing that. And you are playing four games. So it, it just makes sense to have there more parking there, more, you know, it's easy to get in and get out. And then 
It'll, it'll be nice because we'll have the press boxes in there, so we don't have to be outside. <laughs> so, so we don't have to be with that heat. So, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because, like I said, I was on the assumption they're gonna be playing in the grass, but you know, it's it's it, it's it's gonna be great. Oh, great four games and and then the two finals on on Saturday. Coach, welcome. Uh, you, you ready to educate uh, Rafa on? Who to who to select in in this week's uh, selection pool to you know make Rafa pick uh, state champions all the way you know from six uh, A to four A. I don't know, man. He doesn't. Uh, he has a tendency to stray. He doesn't listen very much. You know, I keep telling him to uh, keep telling him to take the stairs instead of the elevator, and he takes the elevator. So I don't yeah, know. It, it, it's it's all brown gravy when it comes. <laughs> to- <laughs> Killing me. The question is, uh, is it packaged or homemade? <laughs> uh, What's going on, guys? Shout out to Lethal Enforcer on that. Sorry, man. Uh, you, you're not. You're probably never going to live that one down uh, if you should have a packaged brown gravy in Texas, my friend. That's... Uh, <laughs> hey, I was, uh, <sighs> uh, that got brought to my attention, and I was actually, I was actually on his side, man. He was thinking out of the box. So I, I get where he, I get where he's coming from. So. Nah, yeah, in, in a pinch, but yeah, it's that's something that if you do, you know, it's like if you go to every once in a while, uh, the wife will get uh, an inkling for uh, some Taco Bell, and it's one that you don't <laughs> actually advertise here in San Antonio. That hey, we're going to Taco Bell, even though a lot of San Antonians do because they're still around. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, nobody will admit that they do. <laughs> so. You got to go super late at night, right? No one's super late people. at night. Yeah. Although they they have a breakfast five dollar thing there, and I'm like, ooh, for five bucks is a yeah. But yeah, I haven't. I'm yeah. Like, there's always a taco cabana closer, so uh, for right here. So let's uh, let's kind of talk. Uh, we're we're gonna uh, pull up the brackets here. Um, as I told Rafa, um, we're going to switch it up this time because normally we do 4A to 6A. This time we're going to go 6A to 4A uh, gotcha. just to kind of highlight the bigger schools and uh, a little bit more in our region at this level here. Uh, so Region 1, Final 4 out of it on 6A girls, Southlake Carroll, um, Allen, and I misspelled Allen. I just saw that. Uh, Keller, Flower Mound, Marcus uh, for that here. Um, out of that quadrant, who do you like coming through or any surprises there, Coach? You know, I guess in looking at it for the uh, for the 6A girls here, I think some of the games that I kind of wanted to highlight that I wanted to hit on. So, obviously, uh, Keller, uh, Keller and, and uh, Marcus, I think you got a combined, obviously very strong schedules and combined three losses, I think, I think between the both of them. Mm-hmm. So, that's one, uh, that's, one to, that's one to watch, but I like uh, – I think uh, where they're trending, how they've been playing, and who they've already beat. I like Marcus. Marcus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Region two: Mansville, Klein, Rockwall, or Tomball Memorial. I'm gonna go with Klein. Leaning towards Klein on this. Uh, like I said, there's at this point there are no bad teams. You kind of get to you kind of get to the stage where it's like, hey, anybody can beat anybody. Who's gonna show up? Right. Uh, so, yeah, so it's kind of and then, of course, you do have to factor in the regional sites to a certain extent, travel and whatnot and what have you. And you got to remember this, this group of uh, this group of young, of student athletes right now, 
they haven't played in this format since you know if they're still around two years right two years since 2019 you know so they'd have been sophomores at that point because they didn't see it they didn't see it in 20 they didn't see it last year in 2021 and we didn't get this far in 2020 so they haven't seen this format since 2019. so moving over to region three and four Missouri City in Region 3, Missouri City, uh, Ridge Point, Humble, uh, Atascosha, Houston, Stratford, and Beaumont, Westbrook. Yeah, like coming out of that area, I think you kind of have to lean. Obviously, uh, probably I would say Ridge Point, you know, kind of redemption from last year. I like them a lot. And if not, then maybe Atascosita coming out of there. But I think that's it's going to still be a heck of a game to go to, heck of a game to watch. But I like Ridge Point coming out of there. Yeah, Ridge Point's been, what, number one, right, the most of the season? Yeah, good chunk of it, yeah, majority for sure. And then locally, Region 4, I'll have you address both of them. Uh, Austin Westlake, uh, O'Connor, and then Reagan, Brennan, uh, your, your your thoughts on each one of those, and, and who do you see winning the weekend? Yeah, these are going uh, to be dandies to watch. I think when you look at the 6A, when you look at 6A across the board, I think this this particular region, I think is it's – going to be two great matchups uh, <clears throat> Reagan and Brennan really interesting to see you know as far as Reagan two great teams obviously uh, Reagan's got you know in uh, Reagan's got in Taylor Jernigan they got you know one of the top players in in the state A&M commit uh, so how will um, how will Brennan you know play her right how will Brennan play her as a team though Brennan Brennan plays great you know great team ball as well. So how will they defend her? And, uh, you know, we saw in last week's regional quarterfinal, Johnson did a great job of isolating Taylor Jernigan for a good, for almost, <laughs> for what, what would we say, about 73 minutes? Yeah. And, uh, and then it was it was one moment in the open field, uh, a great opportunity, a 1v1 opportunity. She got loose and nailed about a 30-yard strike. So, <clears throat> That's what it's going to, I think part of what it's going to come down to is does Brennan play the mentality? Uh, the, do they go into it uh, still playing to win, obviously, but with the, when it comes to Reagan is forcing everybody else, um, you know, for, you know, isolate Taylor Jernigan and, and force someone or force the rest of uh, Reagan to beat you. Um, when it comes Austin Westlake and uh, O'Connor. Austin Westlake and O'Connor, interesting news that kind of came out of o'connor today right and one of their uh one of their key players one of their uh box-to-box mids that also that plays in that in that 10 role in in most cases in many cases uh she'll be she's she's out for the game uh so how that affects uh o'connor's still got a lot of great uh um great athletes great players we've talked about uh, i believe is it uh, malia malia dominguez uh who was recently mentioned um who has, I believe, 40, I want to say 42 or 43 goals on the season, their leading scorer. How will Westlake play her, especially now that uh, one of the top players that feeds her is is out for this game for O'Connor? So how will O'Connor game plan? How will they adjust um, the end? Uh, yeah, and then does the does the moment uh, does the moment become maybe too much for uh, for O'Connor or does the name on the on the jersey? Is it too much maybe for O'Connor because it's Westlake? Um, does Westlake capitalize on it? So um, going to be two, two great matchups. 
I think right now it's it's looking obviously it's not impossible. It's looking tough for O'Connor, but of course we had uh, Coach Olivia Flores on the uh, Sunday's edition of Inside Texas High School Soccer, and she sounded like obviously she had this information kind of already at her disposal, and she sounded you know she sounded very humbly confident I should say, and uh, she's gonna have she's gonna have O'Connor ready to play. Any questions, uh, Rafa, that you have for Coach on this one here before we move to the boys? Just, um, like I said, you, it's your, your quality teams in the one. You got your powerhouses. Um, maybe a couple, sur- couple surprise teams on this. Out of the sur- kind of quote-unquote surprise teams, who do you think has the best chance to win it all? Best chance? Mm, I don't know. When we start talking about surprises, I don't know who do you, who do you really truly individually who do you single out? As we can say who, for pound for pound who do you think is going to win it all out of these 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 sixteen teams? Are you thinking Keller or I know you mentioned mentioned uh, Point Ridge? You know you got we haven't even mentioned really you got South Lake and Allen out there. South mm-hmm. Lake's looking incredibly strong, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you got you got a South Lake. You know, could you potentially be looking at a South Lake versus Marcus? matchup on one side with a possibly with a uh, who are we talking about with a maybe would it be with a Westlake and Reagan you know Westlake and Reagan matchup you know possibly with a Westlake coming out on the other side or a Reagan right hard mm-hmm. to say um, no telling and I, and it's hard to say I know I don't know I, I think on this one if you're you're saying I don't know about a pound for pound but I if think you got house money that, that you're reading yeah. who are you putting it on House money. It's I right now. I'm. I really like. I really like Marcus. You know, possibly even maybe Ridge Point. Uh, but I, you know, could this be headed? You know, Ridge Point's been. You know, they're coming off of the the disappointment of last year, and and you know they're representing, looking to represent the uh, the Houston area. You know, Region Three really strong uh, after after the. Uh, the the bad luck that Houston had last year, right? The region three area had last year. So, um, so yeah, I think I'm kind of somewhere in there. I'm going to have to, it'll be, I think once we get into that regional final, I, after Friday's results, well, it will have a much better idea too, because again, keeping in mind that some of these teams, how are they going to respond? The winners from Friday, how are they going to respond on, on day two, right on Saturday in the regional final? So these players would have been, I think, what freshmen the last time they, you know, if they were on varsity as freshmen when they played this format. So moving to six A boys, Keller versus McKinley Boyd, uh, El Paso East Lake, Plano in, in Region One. Obviously, you got ties to uh, El Paso, so uh, they uh, survived, I guess you could say, uh, last last week uh, in a highly contested match uh, to reach the Sweet Sixteen. Correct. Yeah. Last I checked, I think the uh, the defi- besides second season, the other hashtag here is surviving advance. Right. So uh, <laughs> you don't get partial credit for you know for surviving. You still get credit for winning. So um, yeah. I mean, Rafa talked about it in uh, Sunday's uh, episode of Inside Texas High School Soccer. That's a very appealing matchup between East Lake and Plano. I, the one I really want to see. I think that's got everyone on the edge of their seats out in Region Four, which will be in the House Four Friday night. Harlan and Austin West and uh, Austin Lake, Lake Travis. Travis. Sorry, yeah, uh, Harlan and Lake Travis. 
that's gonna be that's gonna be a phenomenal matchup. And then you got out in Region Three, you got Seven uh, Seven Lakes and Deer Park. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be that's one that I'm looking forward to. And you hit on it earlier as well, just Keller, Keller and McKinney Boyd, uh, two quality teams. They have the name. Keller has been on the boys' side. I think hasn't been talked about enough, right? So, um, so I'm looking forward to all of these matchups. What about Reagan and Laredo Alexander? Uh, another. Uh, what I like is that you've got an Austin team, a Valley team, and, and the two San Antonio teams squaring off against them. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you like yeah. Reagan against Alexander? Yeah, I like I, I like Reagan. I, I don't. It's not a. Uh, it's not a key game that I think. It's not a, a game that I want to like emphasize. I think because I think Reagan. Um, no disrespect, obviously, to Alexander, but I think uh, we know historically, we know San Antonio teams, Austin teams have struggled with teams out of the valley. But that said, I think this Reagan team is different. This Reagan team is uh, has a chance to be very special. They're very very entertaining to watch. They're high uh, play at a very high pace, high press, and they just what I like about them is it's a group that looks like they just really genuinely love playing together, playing with each other. So uh, I like Reagan. Any questions that you got on six uh, A boys, uh, uh, Rafa for coach? Uh, as far as uh, that Harlan Lake Travis game. I know, I know. Like Travis escaped with a win last year, a little controversial offsides to tie the game up, and then Harlan to lose on the penalty kicks. How do you think Harlan's going to come out on this game, going against uh, Lake Travis? Well, you know, I'd like to think the team that probably scores more is likely to win. You know, but I think that, uh, um, or not that scores more, that's able to capitalize more. Sorry, um, that's able to capitalize more in, t- in terms of. Uh, danger plays uh, in the in the final third, and uh, Harlan's Harlan very much like Reagan. Um, they they got multiple players that can that can uh, they they generally play one style right, but they have multiple players that can score on you right. It's not a it's not a single player. Um, so I think that that one there it's going to be you know Willie. I think it's going to come down to largely. Uh, purposeful possession. Who's get? It's a uh, a shot. A shots on goal. A shot on goals. I don't see either team being able to run away from from one from the other. Um, so when I look back, when I look at it in anticipation, I think Harlan uh, Harlan redemption on their mind. They, they these are the two teams that intrigue me because they both appear to be kind of on on missions for different reasons, right? Like Travis bouncing back from. From their controversial, exceptional game, what a lot of people say was almost like the state was basically the state final last year, and their their uh, loss to Lee and Harlan trying to get that one back from uh, from Lake Travis here this year. So um, I wish I had in, in my crystal ball, my gut feeling. I think Harlan. I think Harlan can uh, can pull it out. So moving to five A boys. Uh... You know, like I said here, uh, Amarillo, Palo Duro, Temple Tech, Fort Worth, Trimble Tech, El Paso del Valle, Grapevine, uh, Region 2, Frisco, Wakeland, Mount Pleasant, Lone Star from Frisco, Dallas Highland Park. Uh, probably to me, the the uh, the surprise, Austin Northeast early college prep uh, versus Sugarland, yeah. Fort Ben Kempner, First Isle Jordan, Richmond Foster. Georgetown versus Brownsville Porter, Dripping Springs, and Mission Sherryland. So, uh, on here, not so, you know, obviously Region Four, no, 
San Antonio-ish teams, but we've adopted Dripping Springs, uh, you know, for that to be San Antonio-ish, even though they're probably a little bit more Austin. So uh, <clears throat> Region 1, I know you're pretty f- familiar with with uh, Davali. Uh, your thoughts on 5A boys? Yeah, uh, Delvaya Del Grapevine should be a phenomenal matchup. Uh, should be a phenomenal matchup. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what this one here we're talking about, again, this is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is this the one that is being hosted by McKinney ISD, I think? No, Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls, okay. Yeah, so Wichita Falls. Uh, so, so that'll be a factor, obviously. But, yeah, a couple of games that I want to highlight. You know, you talk about – I mean, Frisco, uh, Frisco Lone Star and uh, Highland Park. Like, wow, right? Another phenomenal matchup. Um, and then one I'm interested in watching is coming off of a big win there is you're going to have this. Um, we often ta- we often find ourselves talking about San Antonio versus the Valley, but now you're going to have a, a, a team Austin that looks to be. Austin versus the Valley. Right, a team that looks to be finding themselves. That some seems to be. Uh, gelling at the perfect time in Georgetown versus uh, versus Porter, right? Versus Brownsville Porter. Uh, what comes out of that? And then, yeah. And then, how does also another again Austin versus the Valley in Dripping Springs uh, versus uh, versus Sherryland? So uh, unique, different styles, and styles make matchups. So what are I expect there to be some some sort of uh, of uh, of upset to come out of here somewhere? And you talked about Northeast, right? So does it continue for Northeast? Can they find themselves in in the regional final? And if so, again, how do these teams respond to turning around in less than 24 hours and playing in in the right to go to the state tournament in Georgetown? Playing down in Corpus, how does that affect things for you know for the Region Four teams? You know the Georgetown, Brandsville, and Dripping Springs and Sherryland. Right, you win. <laughs> Yeah, well, does it favor does it favor either one because the, the valley teams? I think it favors valley teams because they've they've played there already a few times. Uh, some games have you know when they had a meet up with the San Antonio team, they had to play them there. And Porter's, I think, out of all of those, Porter's probably the most battle tested of the four. They're they're probably going to be the favorite to come out because. You know, and right, I mean, right behind them would probably be, like I said, be Dripping Springs. But then you have Georgetown coming up. You know, it's it kind of as like a third, like a third. But my my money is, like I said, is on Porter because I think I think they're a more complete team. They've they've beaten some teams early in the season. Like I said, they 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 had, they had a great game against Lee over here, here in San Antonio. So I, I think, and like I said, the travel's not too far for them compared to the Austin team. So that that's that's going to be, and then. You know, a little bit of maybe the humidity, <laughs> the corpus <laughs> can be humid, so that can yeah. take a little toll on you. But yeah. it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting match those those two matchups. Yeah, you know, you talk about it's a great point, Harry. You you ask you pose the question about the wind, and uh, that's gonna be in theory that's gonna be inclined to favor your more your uh, your technical based short you know uh, short possession based teams maybe versus your teams that like to play the long ball and play direct right. So. Um, who can capitalize on that as well. You know, we saw that that played a factor in last Friday's regional quarterfinal matchup that Rafa and I called between, uh, between Smithson Valley and Reagan, right. And uh, both teams that win was pretty consistent throughout the, throughout the match. Both teams had it at one half, you know, to their advantage. And Reagan was able to, Reagan was able to capitalize on their, 
other opportunities where Smith and Valley wasn't. So uh, sometimes it comes down to, you know how this game can be. Sometimes it comes down to, it's just, just, it's brutal and it can come down to just simply execution. Simple as that. Then uh, for the 5A girls, uh, Lubbock Coronado, uh, Colleyville Heritage, Lubbock Cooper, Grapevine, Frisco, Wakeland, Midlothian, Frisco High, Dallas Highland Park, uh, Magnolia, uh, Richmond Foster, Pflugerville, Henderson, Friendswood, and then Region 4, uh, to me, which should be should be loaded here. Bernie Champion versus McAllen and Dripping Springs versus Gregory Portland. All four of those teams, uh, from my understanding, have pretty good pedigree. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a couple of games I want to highlight is, you know, congrats to Lubbock Coronado. They keep, they just, you know, they just, they just keep plugging away. They just keep winning. They're going to go up against a very good Colleyville uh, Heritage squad that uh, I think two pretty evenly, two evenly based teams. Um, so execution again, and maybe who can make, uh, who can avoid the, who can avoid the mistakes. Um, we talk about Frisco and Highland Park. Uh, one that I'm intrigued to kind of watch, see how it plays out, is uh, Magnolia and uh, and Richmond Foster. Um, really interested. I've been pretty high on this uh, Magnolia squad all year, so I'd like to see what transpires there. And then, of course, we talked about, you know, we had her also on this Sunday's episode, this past Sunday's episode of uh, Inside Texas High School Soccer, Coach Carol Walters from Bernie Champion. Mm-hmm. We, talked, uh, we uh, talked to her. We got her thoughts on going up against uh, against McAllen. And again, same thing. Harry is playing, uh, playing there at the, at the, at Cabinus, and with that win there in Corpus. So, um, I think we were maybe, what maybe I think we were maybe 30 minutes into Sunday's episode, and the uh, Corpus win had already been mentioned about three or four times. So yeah. <laughs> well, it's so, such but, a factor, though, right? That's absolutely. It's, it's hard absolutely. to ignore. Yeah, absolutely. And then you look at teams like like Dripping Springs, right? So that. They're just the machine. Just they just execute. They execute. They execute. So, and at a certain point, these two teams, these two teams that are playing against each other, you have to realize it's like, hey, we both have to play in these conditions. So mindset comes into play, right? Mindset is like, who's gonna, you know, who's gonna look at the win as a as a reason why they can't execute, and who's gonna just make it a point to continue and continue until they execute despite the win, right? And then 4A ladies, uh, Stephenville versus Midlothian Heritage, uh, San Eli Argyle, Selena Henderson, uh, Melissa Kilgore, so the two 11, you know, region 11 powerhouses, Melissa and Selena. Uh, over on the other side, Burnett versus Bay City, uh, Temple Lake Belton, Lumberton, Bernie, Kingsville, Santa Gratuitas, Wimberley, and Cal Allen. And, um, so Wimberley, Cal Allen, you know, two winners of their districts, Bernie and Kingsville, Santa Gratuita. So you got 26 and 29 uh, represented uh, just in region four. So to me, that I guess that shows the power, uh, power in, in this level. Yeah. And I mean, kudos, you know, I, I, I got to say this and I have to stress this is the 4A classification on both sides, the boys mm-hmm. and the girls, but especially the girls just loaded. You know, just absolutely loaded. I think I think it's going to make for a phenomenal regional, and we're in store for fireworks at the uh, the state tournament level in uh, when, when we get to Georgetown. But uh, you know, yeah, I just Stephenville and Midlothian Heritage. I mean, what you don't have to say much. You know, uh, anybody tells you that they know what's going to happen in that game, they're lying to you. <laughs> I mean, those those are two just loaded uh, loaded teams. 
and I would love to be there for that game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you have a team that's won, I think, two of the last four or I think two of the last four state titles in Stephenville, and then you have Midlothian Heritage, the defending uh, 4A girls state champion. So what's going to give there? Uh, that's uh, That'll be an interesting one coming out <clears throat> coming out of Region 1. Uh, and then you have uh, Sanelli and Argyle, uh, another one we're looking forward to. You know, Sanelli finally breaks through. The Sanelli uh, girls finally break through and make it to a regional tournament. Are they, hey, we're just happy to be here, or can they push through against a very, very good Argyle score? Very good Argyle. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, one of the dar- one of the darlings that's still in there, right? One of the Cinderellas that's just that's making history as they continue in, in Burnet, right? Taking on a, just on a what kind of has all of a sudden captured people's attention in Bay in Bay City, right? The people, the locals in that area, they know, but I think. Uh, it's not just how that Bay City's been advancing and winning; it's how they've been winning. Mm-hmm. They've been winning in very convincing fashion. And then that last one in the last one that I wanted to highlight is Wimberley and Cal Allen. Uh, Cal Allen is now no stranger to this, right? They went deep last year, obviously played for the state title. Uh, and uh, you know, Wimberley, Wimberley's coming off. They just made history, won the district title, finally broke through past Bernie. Um, how? How far can they go? So these are all, you know, great matchups that I'm looking forward to. I will say Cal Allen, they've scored 35 goals in the three matches that they have, and they've gave up zero so far. So uh, that that tells me they're a team that is on fire both offensively and defensively uh, for that one here. So I'm not going to lie to you. I got my eyes on Cal Allen. Plus, they did very well last year, if memory serves me correct. So. And I believe, if memory serves me right, these are scheduled to take place in McAllen. Yes, uh, McAllen ISD. Yep. <coughs> yeah. Um. Moving to the boys, uh, Stephenville, Midlothian Heritage again, San Ellie and Fort Worth Castleberry. And I had to double check to make sure I didn't du- duplicate it. Uh, Selena Kilgore, Nevada Community uh, versus Tyler Chapel Hill. Uh, Mejia, uh, the surprise of uh, the the uh, 4A boys, Stafford, uh, Slato, Winnie East Chambers, um, and then Region 4, Taylor uh, versus uh, Hildago, and Bernie versus Progresso. Give me Mejia, man. Mejia all Mejia. day. I want Mejia. Give me Mejia. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, wow, they're just... They're the they single-handedly I think destroyed a lot of people's brackets, right? Uh, very that's awesome stuff. Uh, excited to watch him play. Hope they can continue their success. Versus nothing against Stafford, obviously. I think they're just they're just running into the what may be the, the Cinderella. You, you talk about pound for pound, what may be the the Cinderella darling of the entire you know all classifications, right? Right. Um, so, the, so yeah, that one I'm obviously looking forward to. Looking forward to you know Salado and East Chambers. You know, I think I know Rafa and I are very big on these chambers. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, my, my man, Coach Strong, out, out uh, with the Greyhounds, with Bernie, taking on uh, Progresso, a team they're very familiar with. And, uh, yeah, and then you still got Hidalgo in there. You got, a, again, very, very loaded for a, you know, just incredible. They don't get enough of the love. But when you look at these matchups that are, that are happening Friday that could, that, could happen Saturday and what it's going to lead to next weekend in Georgetown. It's uh, incredible. On the uh, other side for San Ellie, how, how do you think that they'll do against Castleberry? 
I think that I think they I think they can make it. I think they can get through. Um, uh, won't, obviously, won't be easy, but I think Coach Sappenfield will will have them ready. You talk about the pedigree. You talk about the experience. You talk about the the culture that's built in there. The culture of excellence. Um, I think they. I like uh, on the boys' side. I like Sanelli. Rafa, any final questions that you got for Coach before he runs? Uh, who's who, who's your dark horse to 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 mm-hmm. win it all here? We talking boys or girls? The bo- for the boys for four A. I don't even know if I can. Can I label East Chambers a dark horse? I don't even know if I can. Obviously, Lily wants to get your old Galaxy for the new Samsung Galaxy S twenty two for free. I think Seriously? that one. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that they could be they could be a dark horse because nobody had him on the radar. Yeah, yeah, I I say potentially maybe potentially them, and then on the girls' side, if I guess if we want to, it, it's always hard, right, in terms of who we want to put that label on. But I'd like as a dark horse to emerge on the four A girls. I say maybe. Uh, Maybe, you know, because you, you can't, obviously you can't go Midlothian Heritage, Stephenville, Salina. You know, you can't go that route. But I say maybe Bay City. I like Bay City as a dark horse. Yeah, I, yeah they've been they've been out of the radar the whole year. Like I yeah. said, there weren't in any polls at all, you know, as far as preseason polls. And they've, they've, been, they've been surprising everybody this year. So hey, that's, RGB uh, I gotta say, has, I gotta say oh, that's a nice uh, that's a nice jersey, by the way. I like that. <laughs> uh, they, they had a pretty uh, pretty convincing win over Chelsea today. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll leave it at we'll leave it at that here. Uh, RGV has grabbed a, a one goal lead uh, in the 88th minute over North Carolina FC. So it does look like that uh, RGV will be moving forward uh, for it, um, as well as Miami. Uh, the uh, pardon me, the Miami FC uh, are the other Claire winners so far at this point in Open Cup action. So, yeah. Coach, like said here, pleasure. Um, we'll probably have you on uh, hopefully one more time to talk about the wrap up. Although, because I think what the finals finals would be next next week, right? Wednesday, I think Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. When, yeah, Wednesday through Saturday. I Saturday, yeah. So I know I think the 4A 4A side kicks off on Saturday. So, and I know uh, shows coming up this weekend. Uh, you want to go ahead and announce that as of yet? If you guys got things set up yet, or yeah, um, yeah. I mean, a little shameless plug. Uh, we got uh, next episode, episode five of the Inside Texas High School Soccer scheduled to come. Working with Rafa to finalize. We're thinking it's going to be Sunday. We just haven't finalized the time yet. So. That is uh, more to come on that one. I know. Uh, obviously, we'll be out at uh, Comalander pretty much all day Friday, uh, mm-hmm. working on calling uh, calling the games. Um, I know I'll have to. I'll be breaking away for one game, but uh, I'll be holding the fort down. And uh, I know. Thought I heard some some talk about Comalander press box uh, uh, issues or something, or not issues, right? But just uh, some I don't know shenanigans or what. I don't know. I thought I heard something about that. <laughs> yeah so but no that's uh that's what we got coming up next uh on sunday and time uh time will time is uh tbd and uh we'll highlight obviously we'll look at the uh the regional tournaments and we'll look ahead to all our uh 
are Georgetown. State finals. Those, those that have qualified for the state tournament. Yeah. All right, coach. I want to get you out okay. on time here. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you guys. You guys have a good night. Thank you for having me. Now uh, you can you can complain about Rafa and the picks if he doesn't follow your directions here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you. Have a good night. All right, see you. All right, that was Coach Kano. Uh, like I said here, uh, appreciate him coming on. Please uh, catch out uh, his the fifty fifty podcast. Um, you know, was it Inside Soccer, Texas Soccer? I believe is what he yeah. is, is what the uh, uh, what the show is called for the playoffs here. Uh, yeah. For that here, I know you guys do a great job uh, breaking down the action from the past weeks and, and highlighting the the coaches in the area. Uh, well, not even in the area, but you know, throughout the state of Texas here uh, along those lines. So. While ours is focused mainly on San Antonio, you know, uh, Region 4, uh, you know, the 50-50 podcast looks at, at the state level um, and does a, a great job. So, uh, <coughs> uh, you know, make sure that you do follow up uh, with them this, this weekend uh, at some point here. Um, I know Rafa's planning on being out there Friday. What about Saturday? You yeah, Saturday, too. Out there Saturday as well to call the, the, the finals? I'll be there. All right. So... Pick time, my friend. Uh, South Lake Carroll and Allen. Who you, who you going? Winner of four versus uh, runner up of five. That's going to be a tough one. I mean, I think you can go either way. But I did see South Lake Carroll. They've been they've been on you know I've seen them play first when they played Bernie down here. They have a great squad. I, I think they have just enough of the talent to get by Allen. Um, so I think I think they'll win that one and the close one. Uh, like I said, that one you can see that one going into overtime, you know, even penalty kicks. But I'm gonna give the edge to Salt Lake Carroll. The other game, uh, Keller for Farmer Marcus. That's uh, you know either either of those two games could be a regional final, you know, mm-hmm. any any combination. But I'm gonna give the edge to Farmer Marcus. They're, I think they're just in a little tougher district. I think they're a little more, you know, not to put down Keller because Keller's a great team, but Flowermont just knocked off the defending state champ. So, you know, that, that says a lot. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give the edge to Flowermont Mar- Marcus on that one. And then uh, the, uh, who's going to state Flower Mound or South Lake Carroll coach has uh, Flower Mound, uh, if memory serves me correct. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go with coach with that one too. I think Flower Mound's going to, they just have a little, little edge, you know, just like I said, District 11 is, is probably the toughest district for girls soccer in 6A. And, you know, top to bottom, just the quality well, of play. That's six, uh, district 6 on that one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the District 6, sorry about that. Um, six, 6A, so that's just the quality of play uh, they play on there. Um, so, I'm going to give, like I said, I'm going to give them the edge and punch their ticket at Georgetown. Moving to the bottom region two, Mansville versus Klein. I'm gonna give the edge to Klein. Like I said, they're peaking at the right time. Uh, and Rockwall Tombow Memorial. I'm gonna give that one to Rockwall. Then you got Klein and Rockwall. Who's you know? I still think I have a feeling you're gonna lean Flower Mound over either one of these teams, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to to Klein. Klein. Yeah. Okay. But as far as the five semifinals, I do know that they're. I think they're not going to do them like last year, where they do region one, region two. I think they're going to they're going to sort them out, kind of like. So we could see a region one versus region four, or or vice versa. So we'll we'll find oh, out. Really? Yeah. So we'll find out on Sunday. 
late Sunday who who's facing who. But that would be an interesting semifinal game if it was that one. I mean, like I said, Klein, like your your Dallas powerhouse versus your Houston powerhouse. Because uh, how they have the well, so on how they have it, game sixty three. Looking at the brackets here, or, yeah, yeah, sixty three as winner of G sixty one versus winner of uh, G sixty two. So based on how UIL has it here. Mm-hmm. It sets up to to that to, to this yeah to this matchup yeah. here. So adds up. Like I guess that it could be a possibility because I know in the past they've they've mixed it up. So like, yeah, like they they put in like a little little try to match who with who. But I know last year they had to do region one versus region two just because there was no regional tournament and so forth. So well, because of the remember they played the regional semi mm-hmm. uh, the state semifinals. At a neutral site, so right. uh, so th- this could be different, but we'll see. We'll find out Sunday. So wh- yeah. how, how much is up? Uh, Missouri City Ridge Point versus uh, Humble Ada Scotia, or Houston Stratford versus Beaumont Westbrook. I'm gonna give the edge that one to Ridge Point. They've been the been the consistent team. It's gonna be a tough one against Adequacito, but they'll win that one. Uh, I'm gonna give down the edge to Westbrook. Uh, they've been consistent. They've been a good team all year long. They've been some good some good teams along the way, but in the end, for re- for that region, it's going to be Rich Point. <coughs> and then locally, Westlake or O'Connor. Hate to pick against O'Connor, especially now that you know losing losing a key player does is could make a difference. You know, you know. I know it's the next person up. You know, you you want to play for your teammate, but that 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 losing that you know the players uh, starter is a huge loss. So, so I'm gonna give the edge on that one to Westlake. And then Reagan Brennan. That that's gonna be a great game too. But I'm gonna give the edge to Reagan. Reagan, I think they they they're seem on a mission ever since they beat Vandergrift. That was their like a redemption game. To then that really kind of set the tone for the other games here on out. So I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give edge to Reagan, and then I think Reagan's gonna end up winning the beating Westlake. Hmm. And then you got Ridge Point getting past Westbrook too. Uh yeah. So then this may change, but based on how they've set it set it up, uh, you know, based on the brackets here, Flower uh, Flower Marcus or Flower Mound Marcus versus Klein. Mm-hmm. Who are you rolling with? Um, as far as the favorite to win it all, I'm going to give the edge as far as wherever, the, you know, we don't know what the setup is or if it is going to be the setup. As far as the, the I think the champion, I'm going to give the edge to Flower Mount Marcus. How I, do you I think, think that they play in the final. Um, that it'd be, it'd be, a sh- you know, if they put with them with a, with Ridge Point. If if Flowerbot Marcus plays with Ridge Point as far as the semifinal, whoever wins that game is probably going to win the final. Okay. So moving to six A boys, Keller McKinley boy. I'm going to give the edge to Keller. Uh, East Lake and Plano. That's going to be a tough game. I, th- I think East Lake gets gets this one. And Duncanville versus Houston MacArthur. 
Uh, Duncanville. And Manville Lake Ridge versus the Woodlands. It's going to be a tough game for the Woodlands, but I think the Woodlands will win that one. And then on the other side here, Seven Lakes and Deer Park. Seven Lakes. I like Seven Lakes. And Houston Cypress Creek or Houston State Jesuit for the boys? I'm going to go with Cy Creek. And uh, Region 4, uh, so the San Antonio Reagan versus Laredo Alexander, uh, you know, San Antonio versus the Valley. I'm going to give the edge to Reagan. And there, then there. on the flip side, Harlan against Lake Travis. <coughs> That's going to be a, a, a missing classic there. But I think Harlan, I know both teams are on a mission to get some type of redemption for, you know, getting knocked off. But I think Harlan has more of a revenge factor in this game. So I'm going to give the edge to Harlan. So then which San Antonio schools going to the state uh, per Rafa here? Uh, I know I know Harlan's been my top team all year long. You know this. Like I said, this game, this game can go either way. You know, you're leaning towards Reagan, though, aren't you? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna lean towards Reagan because they've they've taken it like. I'm, and uh, here's the reason why I think they've taken it to another level. You know, if you know, so, you know, if you're been, you know, you can be consistent. You know, going through the playoffs. Like I'm not saying no, no shame what Harlan's done. Harlan's been some great teams, but Reagan's really kind of taken up to another, you know, another level, another level, another speed, if you if you can say that, you know. And I think that's what you and that's the sometimes that's the edge and you need to get into like a final like that. So I'm gonna give them the edge on that one. Uh, Seven Lakes or Houston Side Creek? So I think I'm Seven Lakes. I think Seven Lakes will get that one. Uh, Keller, El Paso, Eastlake. As much as I love the El Paso team, would love to get to the final, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over the edge. Keller's just been chugging along. And then I'm assuming Duncanville because they've been kind of a easy, easy favorite. <laughs> favorite, well, favorite. No, like I said, against Woodlands, it, that's gonna be it's gonna be a difficult matchup for them. And but you know, Dallas Houston games have always been a good rivalry. But I'm, I will give the edge to Duncanville on that one. And then out of the four, who's your state champion uh, since we're not 100% sure on the uh, matchup here? I'm going to give the edge to Keller. Keller? Yeah. And depending on who they faced, who who would yeah. be your runner-up? I, I think Reagan. Reagan could Reagan. be the runner-up. So you think if it's a Reagan versus uh, Seven Lakes, Reagan can I, I think I think if Reagan matches up with Seven Lakes or Duncanville, they can get to the final. If they match up with Keller, I think it's going to be difficult. You know, uh, uh, like I said, if you look at what Keller's done all year, you know, they've been, you know, they've knocked off some really good teams up there in the Metroplex. And, you know, I think they've kind of been like on a mission of themselves to – to, to get into the final, like I said, they've been kind of stopped by a couple of teams out there, like last year by Allen and so forth. They've had some disappointment, but uh, I think this this could be their year to, to finally, you know, lift, lift the trophy. 
5A, uh, Amarillo Polidoro versus Trimble Tech, or, and then uh, Del Valle versus Grapevine. This is for what, boys? Uh, boys, yes. Boys. Sorry. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give the edge on this one on Trimble Tech. Trimble Tech. Okay. And Devalley Grapevine. This could have been. This could could have been a regional final game, but I'm gonna give the edge to Grapevine. Frisco Wakeland and Mount Pleasant. I'm gonna go with Frisco Wakeland. They're still. They're still the champs. Mm -hmm. And then Lone Star versus Dallas Highland Park, and I know Coach highlighted this one here as a as a must watch. Yeah, that's a must watch game there, and that's I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to Lone Star on that one. Um, Dripping Springs, Sherryland, you you going with the you know still still being bought bought off by the Baney, or you think Sherryland? Uh... <laughs> Sherland's going to give them a game. You know, they're not going to roll over. Like I said, they're, they got a qual they're gone quality wins, but I'm going to give the edge to Drippy Springs. Like I said, they did knock off a really good uh, Leander Roos team. So, And Georgetown and Brownsville Porter and coaches match to watch in, in this region? I'm going to give the edge to Porter. I, th I think Porter, Porter, Porter is, you know, they, they're – I know kind of comparison with some other teams of, you know, kind of common opponents, but I think I'm going to give the edge supporter on that one. Uh, Austin Northeast early CP versus Sugarland Fort Ben Kipner. Does the uh, Cinderella story of Austin Northeast end, or do you think they get by uh, the Fort, you know, Fort Bend? Hey, I'll, I would like it to continue, but I think Kipner is going to win that one. And then Fershaw Jordan versus Richmond Foster. I think uh, coach leaned Foster, if memory serves me correct. Yeah. Yeah, I think Foster's gonna. But like I said, don't count out Jordan because Jordan has got a good good squad as well. But I'm gonna go over the edge with Foster. So Region Three, who you got coming out, uh, Kempner or Foster? I'm gonna really go over the upset. I think I think it's gonna be Foster. Uh, Porter and Dripping Springs. You're going Porter, aren't you? I go Porter. Back to yeah. rule number one: don't go against Brownsville. <laughs> like I said, they're both great teams. I think both can even get both can get into the final, but I think Porter Porter just has a little more. And I think also from the disappointment they had last year against Valley View because I saw that game, they they manhandled Valley View as far as tech, technique wise and so forth. They were just unlucky because they got beat by a guy that was basically playing kickball and he would just happen to run by him and. I think I think they learn from that, and I think they're I think the coaches over there have them focus on, you know, not taking you know opponents lightly and so forth. So I'm going to give the edge supporter on that one. Trimble Tech and Grapevine. I'm going to go with Grapevine. And in uh, probably the match that could be a state final, mm -hmm. uh, but first and second place in District Nine of Frisco. You going with the state champs who finished runner-up, or are you going with a team that uh, finished first this year? I'm going to go with Wakeland. They have the experience. I, I think they pull off the upset. And then Grapevine, Wakeland, I'm assuming you're going with the champs, or Grapevine's no, pretty I think, good? I think Grapevine, finally, uh, they finally meet their match. Or I guess I should say, who is your state champion, since we don't know the match? I, I think, oh, shoot. 
that's going to be. I'm going I'm to give the edge to Grapevine on that one. Grapevine give that one. Okay. Yeah. Over Does Foster it, or Porter? Porter would probably be the runner-up. Porter front runner. Yeah. Let, let me say about one second real quick. Hold on. So in open cup tonight, RGV did uh, pull off the win. Uh, so most likely San Antonio RGV uh, will be in the same uh, pod here. Uh, so if it goes four, I'd be willing to bet it's going to be Houston, uh, RGV, uh, San Antonio, Austin. If it goes six, you're probably still going to have uh, that same four, uh, most likely. Uh, to me, the question is, is do you bring in um, FC Dallas? Or, um, and then, you know, who, who would be the other, uh, other, uh, candidate to, uh, to come in, uh, for that here. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can see any recent scores here. Uh, Louisville's on up on, uh, Chattanooga Red Bulls 104 Madison's up, uh, uh 2-0 over Cleveland. Uh, Colorado Springs and, uh, uh Northern Colorado Hellstorms have kicked off. Uh, for that here. So, but looking at for the uh, San Antonio side, if it's four, I'm fairly confident in the, in who we will, in who we will be uh, playing. If it's, if it goes to, I'm trying to see if I can find the map here. So if, if it's there, I could see them Memphis, um, Pulling if it's FC Dallas, I could see Memphis possibly being drawn, um, Tulsa possibly, um, or even New Mexico, uh, you know, could be pulled in, um, as well, uh, for that here. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how they group these. Although I think I think New Mexico would probably be more with the winner of Colorado, uh, the switchbacks, Hailstorm, um, versus the Rapids. Um, and Salt Lake, uh, you know, Salt Lake City, and then probably Phoenix. They'll probably have that four corners cup there. So that's why I think if they go four, it's much easier to be able to determine here. Uh, so, so I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, moving to uh, five, 5A girls, Lubbock Coronado, uh, Colleyville Heritage, or Lubbock Coop, uh, Cooper and Grapevine. I'm going to give the, the edge on Colleyville. Uh, just looking at some of the schedules, like I said, Lubbock hasn't really done – some of their losses were against Metroplex team. So, like I said, but, uh, Colleyville's probably placed a lot of those. So, I'm going to give the edge to Colleyville on that one. And Cooper Grapevine? I'm going to give that one to the Grapevine. Uh, Frisco Wakeland Midlothian? That's going to be a tough one. Well, I'm going to go with Frisco Wakeland. And then Frisco versus Dallas Highland Park, one that uh, Coach highlighted here. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one, Highland Park. And then over on our side here, Bernie Champion and McCallum. Bernie Champion's got a tough one. McCallum's not a slouch. You know, they got, they got a good, great talent there. But I'm gonna give the like I said, Bernie's Bernie's been got a big win over Liberty Hill, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the edge on Bernie Champion. And I call this the Dripping Springs Invitational. Uh, do we give much of a shot to Gregory Portland? It'll be a game probably for ten minutes, and then 
Dripping Souls will take take care of that. Uh, Magnolia and Richmond Foster. I know that Coach wished that he was at that game. Uh, your thoughts on who, on who gets uh, passed on this one here? I, I think Magnolia. I think they'll, they'll get through. Pflugerville Hendrickson or Friendswood? That's an interesting matchup. It's like a Austin area, Houston area, um, just, you know, for Region Three. But Friendswood, like I said, they they have the the tradition. They've been the the, the top girls program there in the Houston area for five A. So I'm going to give the edge to Friendswood. And so then uh, Magnolia or Friendswood? Who who are we rolling with? I'm going with Friendswood. Uh, Dripping Springs over. Uh, over a champion, it's gonna. Like I said, it's always tough to be a team three team three times. Like I said, the second game was was a little difficult one, and you know, even Bernie Champion still played them tough, even with a with a with a player down. But just the way Dripping Springs have been playing these this year, I mean, they're they're on. Like I said, they're on a mission to defend their title, so I'm gonna give the edge to to Dripping Springs on that one. Grapevine on Colleyville Heritage. That'll be another great game, but I'm going to give the edge to Grapevine. And Wakeland and Dallas Highland Park. Uh, I'm going to go with Highland Park. And who is your state champion? Uh, I'm going to go with the the repeat. I think Dripping Springs is going to repeat. And then who who do you think is the runner up? Would be a great game. I think the probably the and really interesting game would be them versus Highland Park. I think that'd be a, an instant, instant classic. But I want to give the edge to Dripping Springs. I think Highland Park end up becoming the runner-up. Hopefully, they don't end up playing each other in the, in the, in the semifinals. I'm pretty sure this is how the matchups will be. But like I said here, you you, you never you know, know. You know, the, you know this uh, a mm-hmm. whole lot better than I do. But uh, you know, based on how the uh, schedules are drawn up uh, for that here. So moving to 4A. Uh, let's see here. To me, I, I think this is well. Region two, I think, is the uh, you know District eleven Invitational, but uh, we'll see if anybody can crash it. Uh, Coach said Stephenville Midlothian Heritage could be the best match uh, mm-hmm. out of any of these uh, uh, matches. You know, no matter the the uh, level here. So Stephenville Midlothian Heritage. Uh, who do you got? I'm gonna go with Stephenville. Does Argyle get slowed down by San Eli, or do they uh, put up, uh, you know, almost double digits again? I think Argyle will win that one. Uh, Salina Henderson and Melissa Kilgore. Does uh, 15 uh, slow down 11, or does 11 keep rolling, or do we get a split decision? I think Salina could score a touchdown on that one. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go with Melissa. Still going all 11. Yep. On the other side, uh, Burnett, uh, the Cinderellas versus Bay City, and then uh, Temple Lake Belton and Lumberville. So, you know, the t- Lake Belton Lumberville didn't really get uh, spoken much here. It was more. Yeah. Um, the Lake Belton team, they only got one loss. They've just, like I said, they've flown, they've flown onto the radar the whole year. No one really, because I said, there's also, they're a new school too. Um, I'm gonna give like as far as them versus Lumberton, I think they get to the final. Okay. And then them as far as Bay City and Burnett, um, I think Burnett's gonna put up a fight, but in the end, I think 
Mercedes is going to win that one. Down in Region 4, uh, Cal Allen, did they roll over uh, Wimberley as well? I know they got 35 goals so far in the three matches, no, zero allowed. Just looking at schedules, I didn't really see a, you know, a significant win from uh, from Cal Allen as far as as far as quality. Like I said, Wimberley was in a tougher district than Cal Allen, and you can't, you know, as far as you know, going down playing, you know, the Valley teams for four A for the girls, it's not it's not as strong as up here on the kind of the upper, you know, in this area. So. I wouldn't be shocked, but I think I think Wimbledon is going to upset Cal. All right, and then Bernie and uh, Kingsville Santa Gratus. I think Bernie's going to win that one. So set up a matchup at twenty six. All right. So speaking of matchup at twenty six, does Bernie get by Wimbledon? I know they've play, uh, played a couple of times and it's been close. Well. Seeing what happened the last game with Davenport, because Davenport did take him to the limit, and that was at Wimberley. This will be at a neutral site, so I, I, smell, I smell upset here. I think the Bernie girls, like I said, I, I saw him playing against Uvalde. They're, it's starting to click for them, you know, just a touch of the ball, the, you know, the getting, you know, creating chances and so forth. And I know they've had some problems with Wimberley, but I think this time they get it together. And they pull off the upset, and they go to the to the state tournament. Uh, Bay City and uh, Lake Belton. That's going to be another great game. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give the edge that one to Bay City. Bay City, just because Lake Belton's new. Not as big, well new. Like I said, I think either or could be original. Like I said, get into the state semifinal. Both teams are just that good. But I'm gonna just give the edge to Bay City. And then Salinas rolled over Melissa. I think we looked it up the last time uh, for mm -hmm. that here. Uh, you give it three in a row for him. Yeah, it'll, it'll be closer, but it'll they'll win. And then, and to me, probably I think the toughest match to to predict Ar Argyle versus Stephenville. I'm I'm gonna go with Stephenville on that one. So who's your champ, uh, Salina or Bay City, Stephenville? I think I think we get a new I think we get a new champion. I think Salina finally gets the job done. And who's the second place team in there? Um, I'm gonna give Bernie. Bernie. I think Bernie's gonna if they play Bay City, they'll beat Bay City. So you think Bay City? Because how the how the brackets are subject to them changing, this would how it be. So you'd have Bay City second. So the final would be Salina uh, mm -hmm. versus Bay City. So, uh, but no, I said I think Bernie will knock off Bay City. Oh, you think they Okay. Yeah. But you got Salina winning. And then in the 4A, we'll start out at the bottom on our side here. Uh, Region 4, Taylor and Hidalgo. <sighs> I know last year the Olive got blown out by, like I said, by Bernie, you know, and because the, like I said, Hidalgo was, was very inexperienced with a lot of freshmen and sophomores. Now they're, like I said, they're battle tested, but Taylor may give them some problems because they do have two quality forwards that have double digit goals and they've beaten a couple of great teams. 
but I think in, in the since the game is in the valley, it doesn't have the trailer's gonna have a long way to travel down there. I'm gonna give the edge to Hidalgo on this one. Bernie and Progresso. A matchup between two state champions. Progresso didn't play last year because of COVID, uh, but Bernie took that crown and. It's going to be a great game, but I'm going to give the edge to Bernie. Uh, Mejia and Stafford, does the uh, miracle season continue? Uh, I'm going to give the edge to Stafford. I think I think it, it strikes midnight for for Mejia. It was, it's going to be a, it was a great run for them. East Chambers or Slotto? I know uh, Coach mentioned East Chambers is is a favorite of your guys's. Yeah, they've been they've been really good. Don't. Don't be surprised. Like like Salado's really been, like I said, they've been the established team in four A. Something similar like to Palestine, you know, and you know they they're gonna give them some problems, you know, going into this you know into this game because like I said, they've been there, done that, um, and like I said, they've beaten some quality teams and. And like I said, each each chambers, like I said, I'm just kind of comparing, like I said, with their with their with their mm -hmm. schedule. Like I said, they have really both teams have really good, you know, qual you know, good, you know, you know, good um records and so forth. But kind of looking at some of the teams they played, you know, I think Salado might have the edge because they may have their you know, they have three losses, but when you lose the to competition's a little bit tougher, yeah, and and I'm just gonna kind of mention they lost to a really tough Austin Achieve team that Bernie Champion beat, uh, and they have wins over Taylor. They actually they beat Lavernia, and during the you know in a tournament, uh, they beat they they have a one goal loss to Leander Roos, who was who just barely got knocked off by. Um, uh, my dripping springs, right? So that that themselves kind of tells me that you know I, I I'm gonna I know Coach Light is a big, big you know big favorite on, on East Chambers, but I'm gonna give the edge to Salado. I think a little more battle tested. I think they went through a harder a then harder route, and like I said, plus uh -huh. their their pre their non district schedules prepared them for that. Uh, Region two, Salina and Kilgore. I'm gonna go with Salina. And Nevada Community and Tyler Chapel Hill. Uh, I'm gonna go with Nevada Community. Ooh, sets up eleven both in Region on um, both the boys and girls mm -hmm. uh, for that here. Uh, Stephenville and Midlothian Heritage. I know on the girls side you went with Stephenville. Or are we gonna do the same thing on the boys? No, I'm gonna go with the Melothian Heritage boys. I think, I think, I think they pull out off. And then San Eli and Castleberry. I'm gonna go with San Eli. All right, and then who's making it to state? Midlothian or San Eli? I think San Eli. I think they get they they come back to Georgetown. And there's Liner. We having uh, uh, double double uh, regional champs uh, making it to state, or you got Nevada immunity? I, I think we're gonna have a double dip of Salina and Georgetown. Uh, Stafford and Salado. 
I'm going to go with Stafford. And Hildago and Bernie, uh, you mentioned uh, two teams that are on a collision course. Like I said, Hidalgo was blown out last year, but there's there's like a, I like the attitude that Bernie has. So like their coach mentioned, um, you know, there's no pressure on them. The pressure's on the other team. You know, we've already done it. We've been there. We've done that. So I'm going to give the edge to Bernie. So then your last state champion, uh, you got Salina uh, doing the double dip for uh, both boys and girls in 4A. You got San Eli. You got Bernie going back to back. You got, you know, Houston Stafford. I'm going, I have Bernie going back to back. And then who do they face coming out of one or two? You know, more like San Eli. San Eli. So just to kind of recap here, you've got Flower Mound uh, for 6A girls, Keller for 6A boys, Grapevine for 5A uh, boys, Dripping Springs uh, for 5A girls, Salina for, um, uh, for uh, 4A girls, and Bernie for 4A boys. Comfortable with those decisions? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, if you look at the teams that we kind of we picked in the final, like I said, in the final four, you know, anyone can win it. But you do have some that, like I said, yeah, some do have a little edge as far as, you know, just the play, who they played during the season, just where they at right now as far as consistency, are they peaking right and so forth, you know, that's, you know, those are those are from. You know, I guess that's the way I'm picking and so forth. But like I said, anybody can take on. Air. I mean, anybody. Like if you look at the Burnett girls, you know, who's to say they don't make a run and get <laughs> go out of the final win at all? You know, I mean, it's. But it also comes down to matchups. I think I yes. think that's that's the key is, do you match up well with those, you know, with that team? You know, you know, you can have all the talent, but if you don't have the right matchup. Kind of like like today's Champions League game. <laughs> if you don't have the right tactical strategy to go in with the matchup, it's gonna you know, it's gonna be a difference in in those games. Rafa, like I said, it's been fun. Happy with your picks. You know, I think you, you did a good job. Uh, looking forward to your calls this weekend. Here, any final thoughts uh, that you got for the? Uh, sweet 16 teams, uh, you know, heading into the last week. I know you've been a coach. I don't know if you've, you know, you've coached a lot of clubs that have won a lot of titles. Uh, you know, your thoughts on just your final thoughts on, you know, what it takes to win it, you know, to, to win the title. Obviously, it's a team. You got to have that per perfect recipe between team and coach, which obviously most of the teams at this level have that, that great mixture comes down to a little bit of luck, comes down to avoiding injuries, which we've seen some teams unfortunately have popped up on. And as you mentioned, weather. Uh yeah. let's not let's you know that, that could play a part in, in the decisions as well. So your final thoughts uh and advice that you give to the you know to the teams uh, going forward. Oh for a club, like I guess and I've I've won I've won a state title through the club level and it's tough. It, it's it's a tough route. I remember the first time I went to a state tournament. You know, we won the district, and then, but we ended up finishing third in 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 the state playoffs. And 
it's like, all right, we'll be back next year. And it, and it, it took a while, but finally, and like I said, it, it sometimes it does take some luck. It, took, it does take some, like, uh, if you have the right matchup, you know, or are your players peaking at the right time, just the cohesion itself, you know, the attitude, you know, going in. And, you know, it's, it's that's what it takes as far as going to winning the state title. It's the stars have to really align for you. You know, it, no matter what anybody else wants to say, the start, the, you got to have the, the praise of the soccer gods, you know, and you know, even, even like, even for tournaments too, you know, winning tournaments, it's, you know, you don't know what to expect and, and you, you end up coming out with a trophy and great, you know? So, but I just want to wish, like I said, all the teams, good luck. And, you know, you've made it, to make it this far to a regional tournament, that's just something about your program and what you've done all this season, and and then also to punch your ticket to go to Georgetown. That's that's even sweeter. But I know bottom line is, you know, it's nice to be there, but everybody, but in the end, you do want to be the one that's holding the trophy. That's that's the ultimate goal. And like I said, there's we have all those teams out there. Good luck to them and. I know it's going to be an exciting week next next uh, next weekend in Georgia. Well, when, next Wednesday through Saturday in Georgetown, we're going to have some exciting games and hopefully some exciting matchups. Do you anticipate that you're going to be heading up to Georgetown, or work not going to allow it? Probably not, because <laughs> with work and um, and then also you know coverage over here with some games here. But uh, but like I guess it doesn't mean I'm not going to be watching. So. Right. You know, it's it'll be interesting how how all this turns out. I know, I know, I know. It's t- it's tough to make these picks, but you know, it's like I said, you have to you have to have a pedigree as far as analyzing these games, analyzing schedules, and so forth. You know, you can't quote unquote be like a soccer purist or whatever, thinking, "Wow, this doesn't matter," and all that. You have to have been there. Like for me, I've been there. I know how what it takes to win, you know, and what you know, and what it feels not to win too. You know, it's it's either or, and you know, when you have that experience, you know, and that helps you out and make the picks for you for you know these picks and so forth. But it's not to bring down anybody's program and so forth, and you know, when any of the schools that we have on here as far as picks, you know, if you're come you're out here on the in these elite eight, you know. That means you're you're one of the best teams in the state. So yeah, it's there's how many programs that we've whittled down from mm-hmm. what 128 uh, teams in each each uh, each classification to the Sweet 16 at this point. So mm-hmm. you know it's it's you know I'll, I'll you know it's about the memories. Um, you know for the kids, it's about. Um, the lifelong friendships that you'll you'll have from this run. Uh, for like, especially if you're a senior, um, that last ride is just—it's it, so special if you're able to win it. And if you come up short, you know, I, I won't lie to you—I I still remember my last wrestling match. You know, you know where I lost. It's something that'll stay with me, and I'm getting close to fifty. And you know, I still remember. Hey, you know, I made one mistake, and and I ended up losing three to two, and. That was it, and you know, you you remember that. I you know still remember what I did wrong, and 
you know, that was 30 some years ago. So it was like, it was like this year, this year was my 20th anniversary of actually coaching high school, my first time coaching high school soccer. And never did I imagine my first year, you know, with coach George Wedding, that was my head coach. He was the head coach for the program. I was the assistant varsity coach. Never did we imagine that we we're going to go get into the playoffs, you know, because the you know the previous coaches didn't really do anything, and you know we lost our first district game, and then I I, I implemented something into the program, and it changed the attitude, and we ended up going on a winning streak, and you know we did lose that one last game for the you know for the district title, but we finished runner up. You know we won our first ever playoff game, like just like, but but twenty like I said that. No team, no soccer team in my hometown ever did that as far as a high school program and to do it there at home too. Cause yeah, I was nervous that day because it rained. <laughs> like, oh shoot, we're gonna we're gonna lose this game. But you know, you know, and then the following week, you know, we did end up losing, you know, we lost to the eventual state champions, you know, and which was Reagan actually, and it was against Coach Rule. And but there was no shame on that, you know, because the we never expected us to be. No one expected us to, you know, to do something like that. And then, that's that was the start of that program being built to, you know, and whatever what was left of it, you know, you know, I have good memories and you know all the players that I got to coach for, you know, those six years and, you know, it bring, you know, like I said, I'm I'm proud of helping bring a soccer title there to, you know, to 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 that to my old high school and so forth. <laughs> Excuse me, like you mentioned, like the, the memories you mentioned, it's like I said, it's what you make the mess of, mess of it. But hey, you know, getting here, you know, getting there's the tough part, but to, but it's even tougher to win it all. That's that's the main thing. So I'm going to end the show on some possible breaking news uh, from Coxa Scout. Mm-hmm. It says, according to information obtained by at news underscore Coxa, Nathan Fogaga should return. On loan to San Antonio FC, the striker's contract with Cortiva runs until the end of the year, and the loan must be signed by the same date. So, will he be missed? Uh, I'm not sure if he'll be missed down there, but uh, he will be welcomed here in San Antonio well, with open arms. <laughs> they got 12 strikers down there. It's like, hey, um, I mean, are you going to play him or not? If not, just, you should have just left him here in the first place. <laughs> so... I, like I said, I don't know if it's true or not, uh, but uh, that would be some, you know, very positive news. Uh, now, like I said, you know, with loans, with visa issues, uh, don't expect this to happen immediately. But uh, if Nathan came back uh, next week against Loco, <laughs> that'd be nice. Uh, that would, that would that would be really nice. I'm not sure the visa gets past that fast uh, that quick, but uh, through there here, Rafael said here. Sorry, I, you know, saw no, that here. Great news there. Um, now, now you have me wondering, you know, him and Laura. Uh, we're we're gonna uh, not. I'm, I'm sure Royce is flipping for joy right now. <laughs> if he's Royce, Royce is the one that kind of put it here. Royce, you know, you know, let's yeah. go. I'm happy. Hoping this is. Happy. Would love to have Nathan back on the roster. Um, and the interesting thing about it is that's confirmation that his contract ends. So if he does well, you know, obviously, you know, depending on what San Antonio FC will pay in his season, 
might be something where instead of getting him just back on one, it might be one where they can, hey, we will do the loan, you know, maybe if FSAFC is smart, maybe with the option, well, uh, maybe we're, well, they wouldn't even have to have an option to buy because his contract ends. So maybe, maybe they can get him on, on a free, but that's pretty good news to end the show on uh, for that here. <clears throat> now that was dated April 2nd as well uh on there so that's already about four days old so they may be working working on some visa issues and stuff maybe you see them pictures this week floating down the the, the, the Kamal river <laughs> <laughs> getting 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 ready <sighs> you know but now it makes it interesting like i said now imagine him patino and, and lorera <sighs> that's that's scary there that is gonna be scary you know, so your uh, your final thoughts on the night? I know we already did final of the high school. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to tout uh, your champions' uh, league win, um, and are you fairly comfortable going back home with it with a, a two goal lead? Like I said, it's it's still. I mean, it's still not over. But I mean, to win at Chelsea that way, you know, Benzema. I mean, Benzema now he's tied with, with Long with a Hattie. He's tied with Lewandowski now with the goals. He's, he's you know if Lewandowski didn't get the Ballon d'Or last year, I mean he should have. But yes. Benzema, that he did. yeah, that was a robbery. But Benzema deserves it this year. I mean, he's got thirty six goals and he's been carrying this team and you know, but he he feeds off of it and 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 he's you can see that just the he's got that. I don't know if you, when you were watching, he's got that glow. He's just enjoying himself. And, and that 34, you know, that says something there. And even Modric made a post a Twitter, uh, a tweet about him, you know, just how special a player he is. And But he just ele elevates everybody. We got to see Gareth Bale play for, for a couple minutes. <laughs> so that was, that was, I was surprised he even came off the bench. But, um, and then. Uh, the other one, uh, Byron lost at Viral. I don't think Scott uh, happy with that one. <laughs> you think uh, Byron makes you know when they go home they get the victory? I, I think I think so. I think they'll get like a two one or three one victory. Well, three like a, a two zero or three zero. It, it's it's tough to win at the Alliance. You know they're they're Byron, they're in Munich. So, but you never know. Viral's got you know they they're a very tricky team and. Um, if they can get a goal, like well, I know they don't have the away goals, but if they can get a you know an early goal, that'll put a, a lot of doubt into Bayern Munich, and they, and Bayern Munich's never been a team that that plays well from behind. You know they have to get a, a lead, and that helps them, you know, motive for them to stay focused and and just on a groove to you know win the win games. I think Liverpool's already through. I know they go mm -hmm. back home. They're up three one. To me, the other interesting one, Man City only won over Atletico Madrid, heading back to Atletico Madrid for you know on August or pardon me, April thirteenth. Yeah. Uh, does City go down, or you think that they uh, pull it out as well? Well, Atletico played a five-five formation. <laughs> yeah, was, they they did the ultimate park the bus, and still lost. So, so they they're gonna be able to do that. They know they have to score. So we got to score one. I think I think I think Joao Felix has to step up. So does 
Griezmann, they're going to have to step up and create offense. You know, they just can't be playing with, just, you know, parking the bus and getting a, on a counterattack. But, you know, it's a tough place to play. How, how ironic they're going to have two Champion League games in Madrid <laughs> back-to-back. You know, and then they don't redraw, right? So Man uh, City think, versus Real Madrid, or do they draw again? No, they don't redraw. I think they play Man City. I know Man, Man City, City Real Madrid. Yeah, I think Man City will be the favorite, but I, I think Man City might be a little. If Madrid does, like I say, if they take care of business at home, I, I think they'll look, they'll be a little concerned on Man City. I, I, I think they're a little bit nervous because uh, they did. A, I know two uh, two DN put a note, uh, a note like a like graphic. You know, the teams that they, all the champions that they've the, they've knocked them out, they come back and beat them and end up winning winning the the Champions League. So, like I said, they're they're the dark for me as far as the four Liverpool, Man City, and then whether it's Bayern Munich or Atletico, uh, you know Real Madrid is a dark horse. But the the, the factor, the key factor is going to be Benzema. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I personally think it's going to be Liverpool and Man City. Mm-hmm. Um, I just yeah, I think those two teams are just at a different level right now. Um, Chelsea. You know, I hate to say it, but with all the stuff that's going around surrounding them, mm-hmm. you're starting to see the cracks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, fair or unfair, you know, that, that those decisions are made well above our, our pay grades. But to me, you know, Chelsea's not, be, you know, doing very strong in the Premier League. Obviously at home today, you know, you know, it wasn't a poor game, but it wasn't – Real Madrid had the game the entire time. I don't think they were ever challenged. They they exposed uh, them in the back. I, I think that's uh, and that had to do with the last Premier game that they lost that four one loss that they had. I think I think you got to give props to Ancelotti. He really Valverde really kind of gave him a lot of problems on that right side, and it just opened up for Benzema and also Vinny Junior. Vinny Junior had an awesome you know assist. So did Modric, but. You know that that third goal, that horrendous pass by Mendy, tell basically it was like a kind of Liverpool relived from the last final when when uh, whatever whatever the goalkeeper's name, you know, he just gifted a goal to to Benzema, you know, and that and that like I said, that that could hurt, you know, that's gonna probably that hurt Chelsea's chances to probably yeah. do something at at Madrid. So, like I said, it's not over yet, but like I said. The, my my, I think like I said, I know Madrid's not the it's fairest. Over. It's over. Yeah. I, 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 for the going on, I guess it's for the semifinals. I know Madrid is not the favorite, but if I'm in City, I'd, I'd be very worried about playing them because Benzema is just on another level right now, and he's to do two back to back hat tricks on PSG and Chelsea. That yeah, you you got some concern there. Then the other big match this weekend, and and the reason I'm going to ask it because it's probably the biggest match this weekend, Man City and Liverpool on Sunday. Is that at Man City or at Liverpool? It's at Man City uh, for that here. Uh, Your your thoughts on that one here? I I think that'll be going to Man City. I'm sure Jonathan will be be happy with that. (laughs) I'll give the edge to Man City on that one. I guess if Man Man City wins, they win the title. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, I think whoever wins wins the title. 
mm-hmm. on that one there. But uh, Rafa, always lots of fun talking with you. Uh, we kind of talked a little bit, you know, a lot of high school went through the brackets, opened and in, ended the show kind of with SAFC and then kind of touched base on Champions League since uh, it happened yesterday and today. And, and I know you're a huge uh, Real Madrid uh, fan, so we couldn't, uh, couldn't, you know, could not uh, talk about your big victory here today. Yeah. Anything else? No, just uh, like I said, just good luck to, uh, like I said, back just a good luck to all the high school teams out there. You know, pr- you know, just be proud of what you have accomplished, and you can accomplish more. And that'd be it's just more icing on the cake. And then, good luck to the um, uh, San Antonio FC uh, against Orange County. Hopefully, we get some payback from <laughs> from the last year's final and get a, get a win. Hopefully, we're healthy. It was good to see PC and, and Dylan out, so mm-hmm. that's a good sign. And then now that we're getting getting uh, um, Nathan back, uh, well, the is, rumor, rumor, the rumor. If, if it is true, then it's going to make things a lot a lot sweeter for us going forward. Hopefully, he'll be he'll be here so we can knock off Loco again, since they can't defend for against anybody. Oh, locomotive man! Uh, I was on with seriously Loco on their Twitch show last night. Uh, it was so bad you can't you know you know at first you were kind of mocking and then as it kept getting worse and worse you're like okay yeah it's you know the was it just as it was just as bad as people's tacos a bit oh it was it was poor it just and what what made it worse is uh when el paso scored late and it was a brilliant goal they're like well why couldn't they done this before but uh thank you for everybody tuning in Matt, uh, show that you showed up late to the party once again. Uh, for that, <laughs> here, um, coach, uh, thank you for coming on for you know the 20 25 minutes that you did. Uh, Ross, Shout I think, took some, some of your advice and some of it not. Uh, Franco, like I said, here, I know we're looking forward to the Harlan game this Friday as well. Uh, for that, here, uh, I'm hoping for all wins by San Antonio teams, uh, except mm-hmm. for when they're facing each other. Obviously, neither both teams can't win. Uh, and yes, Matt, you are the best for last. Uh, we need we need to see about getting you on uh, the Sunday morning show, uh, getting you up early. Uh, you know, you and Robert can you know tell us about the bunker life and and uh, you know the, the views from the other side of of the stadium here. But uh, thank you for everybody tuning in. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Uh, I am still trying to work on seeing if I can get somebody from Orange County to do the uh, you know uh, get to know. Uh, 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 Orange County, uh, but so far I haven't been able to finalize. If I do, it'll either be Thursday night, Friday night um, on that here. Uh, looking forward to tomorrow. AJ has his first uh, middle school game, so go Vail uh, for that here, but hope everybody has a wonderful night. Uh, what's life without goals?